Welcome to Health Rants. Join us and learn how not to let healthcare rip you off or kill you. Together, we will explore the secrets of healthcare and give you insight on how to make a better and informed decision about your health and your healthcare. I'm Dr. Bob Braille. I'm a chiropractor for over 40 years, and I've seen it and heard it all. So welcome to our podcast, Health Rants. Hi, this is Dr. Bob Braille. Welcome to another edition of Health Rants. You know, today we're going to tackle a subject that is very touchy, but it's all over the news, so I have to wade in on it. And of course, it's about the COVID-19 vaccinations. Uh, currently, there were what, three of them out there that are right now. In fact, one was stopped, a single shot, one by Johnson & Johnson. The other two were two shots, although now they're talking about a third booster shot. So probably, let me, let me start with something here. I have patients come in on a, a fairly regular basis now, and their question is, um, Dr. Brill, did you get your shot? You know, that's, that's how they kind of started off. Did you get your shot, or did you hear we can get shots now? And I'm, I'm not weighing in on what they need to do necessarily, but my answer has been consistent. It's I haven't gotten any shots since I was about five years old. Uh, I don't vaccinate. Uh, my family does not. We have not. It's not special to COVID. It's not. It's not out of fear. And, and that's kind of where I want to go today and speak a little bit about today, because I'm not going to sit here and try to preach to people about what you should do. When it comes to health care, you should make your own decision based on the information you have, based on the research you have done, and based on how you feel comfortable and confident. Uh, I can tell you one thing, uh, as far as my health decisions go, and this extends to vaccinations or other subjects, I don't make decisions on health care based upon fear. Now, that may sound interesting, but I do not vaccinate because of a fear of side effects from a vaccination. I know they exist. In some cases, they're worse than others. In some cases, they're more prevalent than others, depending upon the type of vaccination. But I don't make my decision based upon that. I'm not making a decision on healthcare based upon the fear of something happening. But there's the flip side of that coin, too. I don't make my decision to get vaccinated based upon the fear of getting a certain disease like COVID or flu or other diseases. So I don't base my healthcare decisions based upon fear. I base my healthcare decisions based upon a rational thought of what I think is best for me. Now, when it comes to vaccination, there were basically three, I'll call it arguments, systems, or beliefs that I have that relegate how I decide on what to do with all vaccinations, not just a COVID one. The first one is a science discussion. And, and honestly, a little history on myself. When I was younger, um, they didn't have a lot of vaccinations. You got a couple as you were a child, uh, mainly for polio back then. And I had mine. Uh, they didn't have measles. In fact, I don't even think they had DPT was very common back then. But I got, I think I got my polio vaccine. In fact, I think after that I got like the, 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 the cube, the sugar cube, the salt, uh, uh, or the Sabin cube, or whatever it was. It was oral at that point. I don't know if they're doing that anymore. But after that, there weren't really any requirements. Uh, I was young enough, uh, I'm old enough now, but back then there weren't a whole lot of requirements. So 
I didn't get any more. My parents didn't push it. They didn't take me off because there really weren't a lot out there anyway. Later, as I got into chiropractic education, and I, I heard a lot of chiropractors and, and especially people who've been in practice for a while talking about that they don't do it. And I'm like, that's an odd. I mean, not that I've done it a whole lot. I had them when I was a kid, but gee, I wonder what the opposition is. So I didn't take anybody's word for it. I went out and did my own research. And back then, it wasn't pull up a computer and Google anything. It was actually go to the medical library. I went to Stony Brook University's medical library, pull out the card index. Yes, the old cards. Pull up the research papers. Yes, actual copies. Open the research books. And I did a lot of research on it. I actually wrote a thesis based upon that. And came to the scientific conclusion, based upon the evidence I was reading, that there wasn't enough evidence to convince me that I should be doing this. Um, you know, and people go, how's that true? Look at the, you know what? I did the research. So I'm not going to spend an hour on this podcast going over the research. There are people who've done more modern research, more current research that actually hold both sides of that equation. But most everyone listening to this including myself to a degree. It's not a scientist. I mean, I, I've done a lot of research into science. I read a lot of scientific information, but I'm not a researcher myself other than a, a you know, literary one. Um, and everyone listening to this is also not an in-depth researcher, I'm guessing. There might be one or two. Who knows? But if you look at the data, you may wind up with questions, and I did. And based upon those questions, I formulated my opinions from a scientific standpoint. Now, beyond that, there were other considerations. I got into a philosophical understanding that, you know what, we were, we were made, our bodies should be able to defeat things that come our way. That's how nature works. Now, you know, we've heard survival of the fittest, et cetera. Well, great, why aren't we working on improving our defense systems as opposed to artificially tricking them into thinking you've been exposed to something. So from a philosophical standpoint, and this became more entrenched as I get into chiropractic, and that's why many chiropractors don't vaccinate, is that it became a philosophical question for me. Wait a minute, this just doesn't seem right. This doesn't seem like how the body functions or how physiology works, that the body needs to be tricked into thinking it's had the disease in order to prevent the disease. Your body's defenses should come hard and fast if they're functioning properly. And in my case, understanding the nerve system controls that, I was in full you know, compliance with the idea that if the nerve system's functioning, the immune system should be functioning as well. And with that, a philosophical uh, determination came out that, no, I don't want to do this on a philosophical basis. So not only did I have a scientific one, I had a philosophical one. Also then, as time went on, I developed a faith-based one, meaning that as, as my faith strengthened throughout my life through various things, I, I began to question the idea, and I actually wrote a piece on it, did God make a mistake? <laughs> From a faith-based standpoint, did God create us in such a way, uh, you know, whether you follow that God you know, directed us through revolution or whatever you do on that, whatever, however you arrive to it, all right. Did God make a mistake that if it wasn't for uh, today's science and it wasn't for these chemicals being put into our system, that they would have been, you know, we would have been wiped out? And I'm thinking if that's the case, and I'm a Christian, did God make a mistake by sending Jesus when he did, as opposed to later when vaccinations were out? You know, uh, I had faith-based questions 
on vaccination. So I come from a standpoint, and granted, when it come, came to my kids, it was a question of the only one the school would accept was a faith-based one. So I, I, I had legitimately had a faith-based concern, and I expressed that, and my kids were not vaccinated. But I had concerns on all three levels, the science, the philosophy, and a faith-based one. Now, that being said, none of those decisions, none of that, my determination not to do this was based upon a fear factor. I wasn't doing it because I was fearful of the side effects, and we know they're there. There's an awful lot of reporting of adverse events, especially now under COVID, that's becoming more at light. But considering how many millions of people are doing it, the, 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 you know, the numbers could be, uh, you could say percentage-wise less compared to how many people die of COVID versus how many people are dying of the uh, reactions to it. And then there's always the question of, well, was that really a death due to the reaction or was it something that was going to happen to them anyway? You know, a certain amount of people have heart attacks, certain amount of people have strokes, certain amount of people have blood clots, certain amount of people have things in a normal population. And there isn't really any in-depth studies to show either way that that's the case other than the reported incidents of things that are happening shortly after. And the same argument took place with the autism after, you know, certain DPT shots uh, where there was a, a huge rise in the reporting of autism, but those on the uh, vaccine end of the spectrum were saying, well, no, no, certain amount of people can develop autism. The fact that it happened a couple of days after the shot and there was a reaction shouldn't have anything to do with it. Um, we could have that discussion. We're not going to right now. There's lots of experts who are having that discussion. But that's a fear-based. In other words, I don't want to do it because I'm afraid of something happening bad. I don't recommend that you make a decision on COVID or on not to COVID vaccine based upon a fear decision. See, I'm not going to get it because I'm afraid of the disease. I believe my immune system is capable of dealing with it, okay, and preventing the spread of it. I mean, I'm doing the, I'm, I do social distancing. I do wear a mask to you know, so if, I, if you say I'm not protecting others, I am. I wear a mask in my office right now until such point as the uh, infection rates are low enough that we don't need to do that. But for right now, we are. We are very careful. We clean. We, uh, you know, antiseptic things. So, you know, we're being, we're taking necessary steps on that level without having to put chemicals into my system. Um, so on that level, you know, we're, we're at least doing what needs to be. It would be like sanitation. You know, sanitation at a big part in destroying in wiping out major infectious disease uh, more so than vaccinations did you know although there could be an argument on that one but we can play with the science on that one and the statistical data later but the, the idea of I'm doing it I'm not doing it or I'm doing it because I'm afraid of the disease therefore I'm going to run out and do it now that's basically in my opinion the basic tenet of how vaccines are utilized you're afraid of a disease, therefore you take a vaccine. I don't think there's many people who believe the vaccine makes you healthier. It does not. Uh, what it does in, in the eyes of those, and this is not my argument, this is theirs, is that it helps prevent a disease and therefore you're healthier. Uh, I don't know that you're healthier. It just prevents a disease. So the decision to take a vaccination is based upon a fear of that disease entity, whether it be COVID or whatever other vaccines are out there, whatever diseases they're supposedly dealing with. 
Uh, not that you become healthier by doing that, because if that's the case, you get vaccinated for things that don't exist and you're getting healthier. But that's not what's taking place here. It's a fear factor. On the reverse side, there are an awful lot of people who have decided not to get vaccinations based upon a fear. Well, I'm afraid this will happen or that reaction or this reaction. Well, you know what? Great. There's a possibility of that, too. But I'm not making my decision based upon fear. I feel my system would handle the toxins to an extent. Depends upon how bad they are. Although having not had any of those, it would be a first time. So my system might not be as prepared to affect that. But so I'm not making the decision not to do it based upon fear either. I've just decided that the healthiest course of a body is the not adding of toxins. And there are toxins in every vaccine. Not passing your defense systems by putting in antigens directly into your bloodstream, which would normally have to go through your lungs or your mouth or your skin, which is almost impenetrable on that level. You know, so my decision is based upon not fear, but rather an understanding of physiology, an understanding of how the body functions, a confidence in how the nerve system functions, the immune system functions, and on faith-based that we were put together well, okay? So that's how I do it. So when people ask me, what should they do? They, you know, doctor, what should I do? I basically school them on the idea that they need to follow their belief systems and do the research that I have done. They don't need to sit there and, and make a decision based upon fear. Don't make health decisions based upon fear, based upon being afraid of something bad happening. Um, uh, one of the things that bothered me a few years ago, I don't hear about it as much, was the idea of, uh, and, and, you know, I don't want to criticize any women who've done this, but it is a fear decision. Preventative mastectomy. You don't have a disease. You don't have any signs of it. Yet women had their breasts cut off because other family members did uh, or would develop the disease. And, you know, everybody in my family did. Well, you know what? I believe the tendency and the weakness might be there under certain circumstances, but that doesn't mean you express that. But it is certainly totally a fear. I don't want to develop, so I'm taking the part off before it could ever develop. Um, and there are those who've done it, and they will obviously swear by their decision, and they will stick to it. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, make them wrong to make me right. Let's not go there with that. The decision itself, though, was based on, if you had no fear of cancer, you wouldn't be cutting off a part of your body. That, that's the simple answer to that. It doesn't make you healthier. It's supposedly a preventative, and we could argue the science of that at a later time. But the decision is based upon that. In fact, most healthcare decisions today are not based upon what makes you healthier, but rather what you're afraid of not having. Certainly all vaccinations work on that, but also a lot of decisions about types of health care. Um, a lot of times when people are given medications and they're told take these forever, you know, it's a fear factor. It's not a question of something that's being done to make them healthier, but rather a fear of the return of a certain thing. I mean, I see people who are, who are uh, like allergies is a typical example of that. Someone has some kind of an allergic situation. They start to develop allergies at a certain age and they're put on an allergy medicine and never taken off of it. Um, well, you know, if I do, I'll, okay, wait, wait, there's a fear that you're going to have this allergy. Like, first of all, you didn't have it when you were younger. Something happened, you developed it, and now you're never supposed to be able to get better from it. So the taking of medication beyond that symptomatic point 
when the symptoms, well, if I don't take it, it'll come back. Well, first of all, if you're convincing yourself that's what's going to happen, by the way, that is what will happen. But like someone who, a uh, typical example is, uh, you know, ADHD, anxiety, any of the, of the uh, psychological issues where someone, you know, they take it so they can do better at the time of having the problem, but then continue to take it long beyond that, you know. Well, every time I stop, I get, okay, that's a fear decision. I'm afraid something will happen if I don't, if I don't continue to take this medication. Therefore, I'm going to continue to take it forever. Now, is there another way to deal with that? Yes, there are. Is there another way to deal with blood pressure? Yes, there is. There's a number of them, including chiropractic studies that show that. Okay, so, and by the way, diet and exercise and everything else. So there are other ways to deal with it, but the fear of that problem will return, so I must continue to take this treatment, this medication forever, is prevalent. And when it comes to vaccination, here's the ultimate one, because you don't have the disease or the condition that you're being vaccinated for. You're in fear that you might get it, so you get a vaccination. In fear that, and, and, and what, is the, what is the typical comment here? Oh, if you don't do it, you could die of this. It could get worse. I mean, I look at people who are, childbirth is being treated that way. I mean, uh, it happened in my own family with my daughter. You know, she was gung-ho about, I'm going to have a natural childbirth. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. The other thing, she wound up, she's pregnant with twins. So the first thing they start telling us, we've got to go early because if you wait, the children could die. I mean, that's actually what they said. The children could die. Like, for some reason, you're incapable of delivering twins. Nothing was wrong, and they actually scared her into going in for a cesarean early, inducing early, and then wound up with a cesarean. I mean, it's absurd. Uh, and they do that with most women. Well, if you wait, something bad could happen, so therefore we intervene early. That is how most of medical care goes. In fact, most recommendations are, well, you know, this could happen. I mean, think about how many times you're told something happened. What if I don't do anything about it? Doc? Well, this could happen, something bad. It's a fear. And almost all of medical care is based upon the fear of something happening. Very little of medical care is based upon you'll be healthier if we do this. No, it's a fear of something bad will happen if we don't do this. I mean, there is the beginning of a push to wellness, but it also then automatically leans into exercise, diet, proper mental attitude, the five facets of health that we talk about in chiropractic all the time, including proper nerve supply. That's to make you healthier, not the treatment of something or you're afraid something will happen if you don't do this. But vaccinations are probably the biggest one. And in this particular case, COVID. Now, I'm not saying people don't need to go out, don't shouldn't go out and get it. I mean, obviously all over the news, it's like, go get it, go get it, go get it. Um, a couple of newscasters who say you shouldn't get it are being demonized. And, and, and I certainly have an issue with making that decision based upon a political lean. That's the craziest way to make a health decision. Well, I'm a Democrat, so I do this. I'm a Republican, I do this. That is the craziest way to make a health decision. That should have nothing to do with it. What your political candidate believes or what your person on the news show says, that should have nothing to do with it. Your decision should be based upon your understanding of the situation, based upon the information and research you have done. It should not be based on fear. It should not be based on worry. It should not be based on, you know, the concern that something bad will happen if I don't do this. 
it should, your health decision should be based upon what good happens if I do this. You know, what good things, how, how am I healthier if I do X, Y, or Z? Not how am I not going to get sick if I don't do A or B. You know? uh, I've just never made health decisions based upon fear, you know. Uh, fear is, first of all, fear adds anxiety and that creates issues in itself, which is itself a fear decision. If you don't have fear, you have less anxiety and guess what, you're healthier. If you don't have fear, you're not worried about it. You know, a lot of research, this has been actual research on this one. A lot of researchers who research certain types of diseases, and, and one of the most common ones I can think of is researchers who study and research heart disease, have a higher incidence of heart disease. Huh. What is that about? Heart disease is not contagious, you know. What it's about is there's more fear of that, therefore the anxiety, and therefore they're more prone to that problem. Fear actually creates it. Now, we've all heard the acronym, fear is false evidence appearing real. But fear is real, okay? Not necessarily what you're afraid of, but the fear itself is real. And the fear itself does have health consequences. So having fear over health decisions actually increases your possibility of having those health consequences. Um, if you can live your life without fear of disease and sickness and do the things that are necessary to be healthier, you actually will be healthier. So from a standpoint of vaccination, getting back to the original question, when people say, doctor, are you vaccinating? Are you getting vaccinated? No, I have not. And I have not since I was about five years old. And I'm not planning on it because I don't make my decisions based upon fear. I make my decisions based upon understanding how the immune system works and my confidence in the immune system controlled by the nerve system and doing the other things that are necessarily correct. I don't push that decision on somebody else. I'm not saying this is how you may need to make your decision. If you have a basic, you know, uh, philosophical belief in vaccinations, even a faith-based belief in vaccination, you understand your understanding of the science is based upon, yes, I should do this, then by all means, follow your beliefs. I don't want to talk you out of something you believe in by any stretch of the imagination. But don't make a decision based on somebody else talking you into making a decision, okay? Make your decision based upon the facts and the research and how you feel and the philosophy. That's not telling you not to do it. It's not telling you to do it. I don't want to go either way on that one. I want you to make your own decisions like you, do with, like you should do with every other aspect of your health. Make your own decisions. If you do that, you will live a healthier life. Our society will be healthier. There will be less long-term consequences of bad decisions that are made knee-jerk based upon fear of something going on. So ultimately, the question here is, should you vaccinate? It's up to you. Not me. I don't need to be making that decision for you, nor should you let me make that decision for you or anybody else. You listen to me. You go do your research. You listen to other people. You listen to other experts. You listen to the science. And... Don't just listen to people say it's scientific. Do a little checking yourself. Do a little reading yourself. If you're confident, go with it. Right? If you're not and you have questions, continue to ask questions. Don't make the decision based upon fear. Make the decision based upon understanding and a calm understanding of where you're at. My decisions are not on any form of health care are not based upon fear of something. They're based upon an understanding. 
So that is my rant for today. Don't make health decisions or COVID decision on vaccination based upon fear. Make it based upon an understanding and how you feel with the subject, not based upon fear. Thank you. You have been listening to Health Rants. My name is Dr. Bob Braille, and I've been your host. Subscribe to this podcast and join us for future rants on a large variety of subjects related to health and health care. Thank you for listening to Health Rants. Health Rants is sponsored by Braille Chiropractic. Find out more and listen to previous episodes on our website, www.braillechiropractic.com. That's B-R-A-I-L-E chiropractic.com. The opinions on this podcast are meant to encourage discussion on healthcare issues and are not meant as specific medical or healthcare advice. You should only seek health advice from your healthcare professionals. This has been Health Rants.